Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment uh, update. update connection. What is it? Update connection. What are we going to do? Update connection. Watch everything. I don't know. Georgia talking about a boatload. They trying to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, man. Or more. I love it. Do you know what's very interesting about Georgia? Georgia, like in the 1970s, I just saw this. Um, in the late 1970s, Atlanta experienced a big spike of crime. And so the lawmakers, the state legislators were very concerned about um, crime and it, it thwarting business, stopping the stuff, because, you know, corporations were starting to move there. And so they have, uh, they institute a RICO law, but it's not like the RICO law, in the federal RICO law, it's the state RICO law. And Fannie Willis is a big fan of that law. And um, it will allow her to do things at the state level that the feds never could. So in, in essence, to bring down a bunch of black uh, criminals, they're going to get a big white one. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna get a lot of big white ones. <laughs> there they are, we'll take and they're gonna be able to charge them the same way. So what you meant for good is <laughs> evil is gonna turn out for good because now, you know, it has all kinds of provisions that allow them to tell what she calls a completed story. So isn't it funny how they think? Just like most laws are for black people, loopholes are for white people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, uh, uh, put that on a T-shirt. I like that. Put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, laws, uh, laws are for black people. Loopholes are for white people. Happy birthday to Halle Berry. Happy birthday to Magic Johnson. Happy birthday to Mila Kunis. Happy birthday to Steve Martin, who is hilarious. Happy birthday to Magic. Remember when Magic first? um, We first found out about the diagnosis. I remember laying in the Bellage Hotel, just depressed. And here he is all these years later. And and everybody said back then, if somebody could beat it, it would be magic. But the best joke I've ever told, and I say this every birthday, is it was a comic said, if you're going to get, I'd rather have the easy E, Magic Johnson kind than the easy E kind, man. I could not <laughs> stop. <laughs> that to date is the most cruel, best joke I think I've ever heard. Um Happy birthday uh, to Nico London, who made a sex tape with Mimi Fowl. So now we just even talk about the co-stars of a sex tape. All right. Like, then we're going we're gonna to mention Ray J's birthday next. All right. That's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. All right. Happy birthday to Huggy Bear, Antonio Fargus. Happy birthday to Al Shure. Hits from the streets. Happy birthday to Tim Tebow. Remember, uh, they thought if Tim Tebow would have read a playbook like he read a Bible, he'd have been a Hall of Fame quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Happy birthday to my Marsai Martin from Blackish. Happy birthday to Princess uh, a Love, who was Ray J's wife. I made that joke and I didn't even see that there. Okay. Happy birthday to Jack K. Harry. And happy birthday to the cheater, Tyler Cheatham, Skip's little girl who was doing big things at UCLA. Taylor, what up? Happy birthday, um, baby. Happy birthday, possibly to Alice Ghostly, who was Esmeralda on Bewitched. I love that show. Hey, uh, did you see, um, speaking of. Did you see that old man the FBI killed because he was threatening uh, Biden in Utah? Yes. Did you yes. see him? Mm. Um, he was talking about he was going to assassinate Biden and all these other Democrats. And the FBI broke into it like they, they confronted him. And you know he was an old man because he had blinds in his windows. <laughs> he had blinds. <laughs> yeah. You ain't seen blinds on windows since Miss Kravitz from Bewitch, from Mrs. Kravitz from Bewitch. You ain't seen that. Yeah. And you know it's old people because they always bend in the middle because they always in people business. Yeah. That's how it looked too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up, uh, we got a great show. We got 90 Seconds of 90s Hits with DJ Lucci. Of course, I will have a little note from the GED section. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. 
She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Tyson Foods Incorporated is closing four chicken processing plants as it looks to lower costs. Plants located in uh, North Little Rock, Arkansas, um, also in Cordion, Indiana, Dexter, Missouri, and Noel, Missouri are all on the chopping block. The company laid off 15% of its senior leadership and 10% of its corporate workers in April as it faces steep uh, inflation on labor, grain, and other inputs. Now, let me tell you something. For every action, there's a reaction. There's a yin and a yang, right? Yep. Black people celebrating that brawl in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, got their chicken budget cut. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Ass whipping for me equal less wings for you. Now, that's a yin and a yang, baby. Watch your mouth next time. Y'all going to be looking for that chicken. It's not going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) It's a chicken shortage now. (laughs) <laughs> so now, it's so stupid. Now, everything so is a yank. So, for uh, a new study is revealing that women who drink one or more sugary sweetened sodas per day are eighty-five percent more likely to be diagnosed with liver cancer. You know, compared to those who maybe consume fewer than one a week. High sugary drinks are often high in calories and raise the risk of obesity, which itself is a risk factor for cancer and liver disease. The massive dump of sugar can also lead to insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes, which also raises the risk of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which most people don't think about. Yeah. I know you got fatty liver is just as bad as one that's you know a drunk liver. Yeah. All the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's all from the same because they're both the same thing. uh, uh, Sugar. Yeah, All of sugar. Say, yeah, for sure. Yep, that's why you drink a, water, a lot of water, exercise, cut down on your sugar. It's uh, take a stat and do all the things you can. Uh, thank you uh, for that, Jasmine Sanders. You're welcome. Um, so I talked about this last week on my note from the GED section. Uh, so Jamie Foxx has apologized for it. Supposed they killed uh, this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? A lot of people, he called it fake friends, fake love. And I think that a lot of people, from a communal standpoint, understood that that meant w- what that meant. But it was misinterpreted by some uh, of uh, promoting anti-Semitism. Um, do you think that it did? Do you think there was an anti-Semitic sentiment? Uh, I would say this. My supposition is this. My mother said it all the time. And since there was nobody around me who was Jewish, I would assume, and I heard it my whole life, uh, that I would assume that they were, they were the, the they would have been people that looked like me. Yeah. And I would assume that a man who had just, um, you know, escaped death would be talking about finding out something about the friends that had probably acted in a way he wouldn't have appreciated when he was uh, you know, compromised. That's what I would think. But uh, I'll leave it up to you. Uh, do you think uh, that it was an anti-Semitic statement? 877-242-2426. Also, set us up on Twitter at D.L. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, The D.L. Hughley Show. And, of course, the website is com. All right, we are going to be getting to your calls directly. This, of course, is the D.L. Hughley Show. Uh, so the question that we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, Day, uh, Jamie Foxx posted, uh, fresh out of, like, he hadn't been, I told you, if, if he hadn't been um, even back in on the public scene um, more than a few days. But he uh, posted, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Fake friends, fake love. Do you think that was anti-Semitic? Uh, as, as some people have promoted, I, I certainly do not think that. But um, we're going to go to the phones. Uh, excuse me, we're going to go to our social media platform. Jasmine, what are they saying out there? So, April in Ohio says uh, they will always take things out of context that we say. Not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he meant? 
I think you meant exactly what you said. Now, I did not grow up hearing my mama or my daddy saying anything like that. And to my knowledge, I'm not quite Which sure ones? there was a lot of Jewish Which people ones? around Which me. mothers and fathers? The ones that raised me. I keep telling okay, that I'm the trying others to, okay. till later. <laughs> okay. But the point okay. is, even when I did hear it, I instantly knew they were talking about us. And I think when you consider, yeah. you know, the amount of privacy that Jamie was trying to keep, and especially his immediate family, it sounded as though he had experienced, and if I'm not mistaken, I think I read somewhere where he felt he had been betrayed by a friend. And I don't know if it was information about his medical condition that he tried to keep quiet, whether it was pictures, the videos, because remember, we don't know who took those pictures and videos. So perhaps he was speaking about that. Right. But I swear to God, I told him it was my clone. (laughs) I would have worked. I'm not, I wouldn't apologize for something that was so and not, somebody on on the internet took umbrage with it well, for no reason at all and, and it took flight and it was Jennifer you know, Aniston that's how oh, it no, started think, it was Jennifer Aniston if yeah. I'm not mistaken she yeah. said something on Twitter she she responded she liked something that's what it was and so they came for her and then that's when she said something about the whole anti-semitic thing and that's what got the ball rolling you know what? People will apologize before they actually know what they're apologizing for, which doesn't really solve the problem. What what it does is, is like, it, you know, when ever like a police officer or a judge or somebody at a corporation is, is accused of malfeasance and they're proven to be guilty and they get rid of them, but they never have to change the, the circumstances that created that individual. They never, never do that. So it's a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. The truth of the matter is that we have culturally uh, different vantage points. This one specifically is a, in my estimation, is a cultural uh, misunderstanding. And it w- more people w- would have been better served having somebody say what that meant than apologizing out of hand before anybody got a chance to explain anything. Yeah. Before anybody got a chance. Like I would have said, I grew up hearing that my whole life. Not, I'm not apologizing. You better well, ask you also Hugh think it, to apologize. Don't you also think it kind of feeds into the whole eggshell concept of, of people apologizing so quickly that eventually right. there will be no line of demarcation in terms of what, you know, is meant in terms of its context. So now we're just apologizing for everything. And so now you can't say not anything. Me. Well, I not me. know you. We know you're not I'm apologizing. Not, I'm not we apologizing. Know that. Well, no, no. I would apologize if, if, if now I wouldn't apologize for a joke or an observation. Now, all I'm responsible is for the way I my intent. I'm not responsible for your right. interpretation of it. Correct. That's all I'm responsible for. And it, I think that people are so overly sensitive and 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 were look and what what galls me is they didn't even give this dude who they were just praying for, particularly Hollywood, the benefit of the doubt. They didn't even say, well, maybe this dude like. Um, anytime somebody said Roseanne Barr, she she said racist stuff. That clearly was racist. She, she was on Ambien. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, she must have been <laughs> tall because Ambien just make you sleep. It don't make, make you hate black people. So every time, but they'll give people like that the benefit of the doubt. The Donald Trump will say, uh, grab him by the pee, and they'll say it's locker room talk. So they go after, the, I think this is, they go, no pun intended, they try to go after what they perceive as low hanging fruit. Because people don't want brands messed up and people don't want to be misinterpreted and they don't want to risk, you know, the ire of, of, of a certain sect of our population. So they will quickly apologize when they have no reason, have no idea what on earth they're apologizing for. Uh, more of your calls are coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. It's the D- Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
Del Hughley Show. Um, so the question that we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, so Jamie posted about a week ago. He posted um, fake. He posted, uh, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Uh, fake friends, fake love. Now, I don't even know how you would dr- extrapolate something um, anti-Semitic out of that, but indeed, some people on the, on the Internet accused him of being that. I, to me, recognize that as a cultural um, uh, phenomenon. It's something I heard, and a lot of people... They come from our Skip, did you ever hear that growing up? Oh, man, all the time. Mama, mama, they called me names. Baby, they talked about Jesus. You think they ain't going to yep. talk about you? Right. And right. the people Is who it? was calling me names, you know, you in school, people tease right. you or whatever. Right. I, like, right. So that's all your life. Why do y'all, they, who, who, right. that's a pronoun. Y'all are always getting good at these pronouns, but why would you uh, ascribe that to, you know, Jewish people? Ain't nobody brought and, that up. Right. And, and, and assuming I didn't eat till I, till 1996 when I moved to the Valley, I had no idea. Uh, I was not even aware of what Jew- Judaism or Jewish people were. I wasn't even aware of it. My, I lived in a very insulated, very uh, narrow uh Play. I didn't, I didn't know white people lived in Los Angeles. Till I saw them on the Price Is Right. So that have been. I'm not even kidding. I never went to the beach till I was 19. So that, that wouldn't even have been in my lexicon. Right. Um, um, da- Jamie grew up in Terrell, Texas. I, I doubt that they had a synagogue there. Yeah. I doubt that there was something. You know what I'm Especially saying? At that time, oh yeah, man, come on. So, so I'm so obviously, and he wouldn't be so. No, he that that ain't even his stilo. What's the whole fake friends, fake? The bottom line is he just came out of a bad situation. He said something that people use, to, the, the we, uh, localism we heard all the time to kind of reconfigure things, to give you, to, to put your mind right. They, they did this to him. What you think they're going to do to you was the lesson we always got of it. So um, do you think that uh, it was indeed an anti-Semitic statement or do you think uh, do you think he should have apologized? 877-242-2426. We got uh, more of your calls on the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So, of course, uh, a couple of days ago, Jamie posted on his Jamie Foxx, you know, the one everybody's praying for, having vigils for. Mm-hmm. Um, they, he posted, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they do to you? Which I took to me, fake friends, fake loves. Which I took to mean that he had just come out of this horrible experience and he found out somebody betrayed him. Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with anti-Semitism. Yeah. I thought he was talking about Lizzo, so I didn't know. I yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> Okay, I, I, I'm mixed up my stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but... It is ironic that he just rose from the dead only to have people try to kill him again. That's crazy. I don't know how similar that is. Um, what do you think, Jasmine? No, I was going to say, I think that, you know, most people that I can think of or even just, I think in just guessing, right, when you come away from a life um, threatening situation, especially as down as, as what we understood him to be, the last thing that you're going to be is negative and derogatory exactly. about anybody because you're, you exactly. know how close you came to death. So if anything else, right. you know, you're going to come out positive and you're going to come out looking for things that are positive and saying things are positive. And I, I honestly believe that he found out someone betrayed him. And I think he just, he probably said it in jest, like, you know, sh- you know, they betrayed. And I'm sure somebody said, we can't believe he did that. And he was like, but right. I I, of course you can look you know and so yeah. I, I clearly he didn't mean any harm and I think 
the whole thing with Jennifer Aniston, them coming for him. I think he probably thought, let me get out in front of this because right. you know people are already talking about me trying to figure out what was wrong. And now that I'm on the men, what ha- they want answers. And I think let they just start something. making stuff up. Every time somebody, every time somebody says something racist, uh, they always say, I wasn't raised like that, or I was on some, or it was lack of sleep. Like I said, I, I point Roseanne uh, did that a whole, I was on Ambien. <laughs> you know, I've slept a, not, a lot, and I've not slept for days and never woke up hating. I never have. I've never, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not one time. But not one time. I mean, some people I know, but not just in general. And I think um, that the fact that they're so keen that their, their, their frequency is, is set to hear anything that they interpret as something. And I just, it was so outlandish to me that I just couldn't believe it was real. First, I thought it was a hoax, yep. but then living in this kind of environment, uh, but then living in this kind of environment, you know, very much it's not. So, Finally getting your calls in about 10 minutes. This is the D.L. Hughley Show. So Jamie Foxx uh, posted a couple days ago, um, uh, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Fake friends, fake love. Um, I, once I saw those two hashtags, I'd have got that he wasn't being anti-Semitic. I would have got that it was somebody that portrayed him in this camp. But, of course, social media has its own kind of judicial, I mean, own kind of justice system. Um, so we're going to, what do you think? Do you think he was being anti-Semitic? We're going through the phones. Man, I'll tell you what, um, as a Jewish girl um, or a girl that came from a very religiously kind of different family, my mother was Jewish, so technically I'm Jewish by blood. Um, I don't understand at all why people are attacking Jamie Foxx about this. Um, He is genuinely a great man. I just, it's just, everything's gone too far. Everything has gone way too far with this. Um, let's get sensitive over this and let's get sensitive over that. And I just don't believe at all that he intended anything other than exactly what he meant by fake friends, fake love. It's as simple as that. Uh, I just want to say that when when they talk about black people, you don't ever hear any apologies. But when you ever hear anything that comes close to being anti-Semitic, everybody's got to apologize and say something about it. I just want us to realize what other people think about us ain't none of our business. Let them think whatever the hell they want. I'm so sick and tired of these people always try to make things more of what it is. In our community, it is what he said it was. It's just ridiculous that this council culture is, is just getting out of hand. It's getting out of control. Jamie Foxx was talking about somebody close to him that was brother or sister, a.k.a. black. And yeah, it actually was an anti-Semitic statement because the truth is, is that we are the true original Semitic people. But any time that anyone says something that's alluding to Christ, the Jewish community, meaning acting like Jew community, they get offended. And I think that the hit dog howls because they've done so much dirt in this world, particularly to a lot of brothers and sisters of color, and also quite as it's kept behind the scenes and in front of people's faces in the entertainment community, that they feel like, oh, well, he's probably talking about us. I feel like people just want to talk just to be talking and don't know what the hell they're talking about. So, I mean, regardless of what he said, how he said, someone going to always have something negative to say back to him. So I'm like this, just be who you are and the age with everybody else. 
All right, we're going to be getting to more of your calls. Um, do you think that uh, it was indeed an anti-Semitic statement, or do you think uh, do you think you should have apologized? 877-242-2426. We got uh, more of your calls on the D.L. Hugo Show. The question that we are asking, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so Jamie Foxx, a couple of, and, and, and full disclosure, he's a good friend of mine, so I don't want people saying, oh, well, you know, you, you're biased, and I am, but I, even if I weren't, even if I was being biased, I mean, even if I, even though he is a friend of mine, I would have had no problem saying what I thought to be wrong. Of course, I don't, yeah. this was as You're my friend, you talk about me all the time, yeah, so you, yeah, you don't yeah, right, yeah. Where do you hear my, where do you see my book? Where do you see my book? Where do you see it? Um, so, uh, we're going to go to the phones. Uh, what do you think? The historical texts in the Bible say that the Romans killed Jesus. So I don't think Jamie Foxx was being anti-Semitic. I think he was actually using it as a metaphor for people in his inner circle. No, it was not anti-Semitic. You have to be a Semitic people for it to be anti-Semitic. And them people, they are no more biblically, historically, nor chronologically have any drop, not one drop of blood that makes them Jew. That's why they call themselves Jewish, which is a suffix meaning pertaining to be like. Them living in that state makes them no more Jewish than me standing in a lumber yard making me a piece of plywood. No, it was not anti-Semitic. I'm 57 years old. Why? Why does Jamie Foxx have to apologize for something it's true. Look how they did Jesus Christ. How do you think they're going to do me? He was just expressing that they are a fake friend. He should not have to apologize for anything. I mean, I don't understand it. This, this world is crazy. Black people have to apologize for everything. No, he should not have to apologize. He didn't do anything wrong. Well, since they would kill our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the fact is that they would kill anybody. And this was not talking about those who actually called them being from the sect of Jews. This was just saying that if anybody would kill Jesus, what chance do you stand? So, of course, it was not anti-Semitic, like they said. Some communities never heard it before like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to get to today's Millennial Minute. That's coming up in about 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment Indictment update. update. Remember that if you are in Orlando, Florida, I will be there this uh, Friday and Saturday, two Friday, three Saturdays to come check me out. Um, I, and by the way, thank you to all the people that showed up at Martha's Vineyard. It was a lot of fun, man. Uh, I, it was it was interesting because I'd, I'd heard about Martha's Vineyard for a long time and uh, there were no vineyards there. I just you know, <laughs> wow. Man. I felt. And who's Martha? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And so, no, it was it was cool. A bunch of. You know, dope people. I saw Inkwell like everybody else, but you know, um, one of the thing you know we were talking about the Jamie Fox thing uh, that happened uh, earlier last week, and um, there are people who have said very anti-Semitic things. Like I think what Kanye said, he he said it, says it still doesn't, you know. And so maybe I think because of that, you were you to your point, Skip. Maybe because of that, they yeah. were just. Tuned into a certain frequency. Yeah, they did a but song together, so maybe p- people try to think they can. No, come on, man, stop. She take my money. Uh huh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, and it's you know what? I wish that people who um, first off, I think that people should stop apologizing until they know what they're apologizing for. Secondly, if somebody gets an apology that wasn't warranted or there was a misinterpretation, they should say, "I misunderstood what happened." 
It shouldn't be that you just let it go. Because I know that pretty soon, I'm, I'm sure that they've heard a rebuttal. Because some people say things and they don't even have a reasonable argument as to why. But some people say, say things and they do. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I feel like, again, having to apologize for something that, you know, was so silly. And I, I mean, I don't know. Even Je- Jennifer Anderson, the fact that she she didn't mean for this to happen. She simply liked the post that he said. And they came for her. Because she got it, too. Because she, she got, got it, too. too. So mm-hmm. and she turned her comments off and, you know, they just went after, you know, Jamie. And, I, and it's unfortunate because, you know, I do believe what you said. And that is Instagram, social media, TikTok, all of these things really is like a court of, you know, social media law. And there and everyone is a judge. So everyone gets to dictate what is wrong and what you mean and this, that and the other. And unfortunately, you know, they can actually, you know, condemn you. And your career yeah. could easily be over. You know, there is speculation now, I guess, about, you know, Lizzo and this situation and how social media immediately just condemned her. And even right. though her side says you could tell it didn't even true. sound good. It didn't, it didn't even sound, sound like good. That. And now no. all of a sudden, you know, the cancellation of the, the, the tour that she the big headline festival that she was doing for Jay-Z yep. has been canceled. You know, and so you begin to look at the domino effect that Instagram and, and like I said, Facebook and so all of them have had on people's careers. Yeah. Good and bad. You know, I'm going to say something very controversial. No. Tori shot that woman. Tori shot her. Oh. Tori shot her. Yeah. He shot her. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, 10 years, I don't know, but Tori shot her. And whatever well, that is, 10, that is. possibly whatever you get when you shoot. Years. Remember, possibly 22 years is what right. they're saying. Uh, they say she could get that plus deportation. Well, why don't you deport him first? Because I'd rather be in the Canadian pill. I'm telling you, I'd rather be a, in a Canadian judge than a California one. Mm-mm. New way. You know what they do? You know I don't know what they do with serve in jail in Canada, but I know what they do it here. I know what they do with serve here. <laughs> 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 All right, coming up this hour, we're going to be talking to comedian A.B. Uncrack. <laughs> what? Yeah, man, I know Plus, Jasmine, Sat- Jasmine Sanders will cover the hot topics with what's trending. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine. What, man? Can you please tell these good people what is trending? Okay, first of all, before I get to what's trending, I want to remind people to pray for the folks in Hawaii. Just Damn. still a oh horrible God. situation. You know, they're saying that the... The, the area was completely decimated, still finding people uh, who unfortunately didn't make it. So, But also prayers out to this family in Georgia. I don't know if you saw where uh, there's a couple there that is suing the hospital in Clayton, Georgia, uh, Clayton County there, because they say the doctor, the attending physician, decapitated their newborn. Jesus during Christ. The labor, during the labor and delivery process. Now, apparently, you know, I'm not a doctor, but something with, I guess, the shoulders um, were not turned right. And they were trying to, you know, have, deliver the baby vaginally. The baby got stuck. And rather than do what is normally done, and that is a C-section, the doctor continued to try to just 
pulled the baby out and ended up decapitating the baby. So when they found out the baby had passed away. That's horrible. And that horrible That's horrible. They they go even further. They would not allow when the when the parents asked to see the baby, they wanted to hold the baby as who wouldn't? They would not allow it. They had the baby rapidly tightened bound and apparently had the baby's head just kind of propped up and wouldn't let the parents touch the baby. And they didn't find out what happened until the funeral home got the body. And oh, that's no. when they alerted the parents. And so now, of course, you know, this is a, it's a, it was a big story. You know, everybody was talking about it. And, and so now, you know, the, the hospital is saying, first of all, this doctor is not affiliated with us. So she don't even work for us. She's not an employee Why? here. Well, he was at the hospital. She was well, at the hospital. Yeah, he rented I, yeah. a room. What do you come on, man? Well, you know how you it can have your own, uh, you know, OBGYN who comes to deliver the baby wherever you are. I guess you know it's been a long time since I had a baby, so I don't know. But I, it's a very sad situation, you know. So prayers out to this this family. Definitely, this horrible Definitely. situation. Definitely. Uh, also trending. <laughs> Listen, th- th- these cameras catching everything. Sixteen-year-old girl who was caught on camera on a subway in New York. She was assaulting an Asian mother sitting with her family and now the Asian family especially the mother is saying I don't believe it was racially motivated and you know I feel bad because these were just young girls you know they were like 14 16 years old 11 I think even and they began to attack the mother and the person who was recording the video so now this good little girl 16 year old girl has been arrested and charged with assault but the mother is saying you know these things happen they're teens I don't I don't want this to follow them and I'm thinking wow good two things you. can be true two things can be true um, she could believe that, but and you could be a child. I mean, you could be a child and do stupid things and not necessarily understand what you're doing. But that's animalistic. I don't care how young you are to attack. You're, you're, I don't. Who raised you? Yeah, yeah. Who raised you? Very. Sad. And I've seen all kind. Just like you, I've seen all kind of crazy stuff on a New York City subway. Mm-hmm. Who raised you? And if it were if it were somebody black, um, we would be up in arms about this. Yeah, it would yeah. be all and over the fact social that they media. Started it. It would be. And, and I'm not going to say. Of course they totally did. Different. Drive by shooters. The fact that they were <laughs> these three young. You know, no, I'm serious. Say they're black because you know in, in New York yeah. they could be Dominican. They could be anything. But I don't care what they are. They're still the drive by shooters. I don't care what they are. They started it. They started pointing at the family, making fun of them, I guess laughing at them for no reason whatsoever. And then that's when the conversation engaged and argument ensued and they just went at her. I saw it. It it was funny to me. I saw the little look like as it perceived progressed the little light-skinned girl like realized oh we might have messed up she kept looking at the camera you see her trying to fade no, 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 off she, yeah, yeah yeah but she started she it she was, was, was i like, was gonna say she didn't say uh-oh what she did was she went after the person who was recording it yeah. and even started nah, pushing nah, both nah. of nah. them did no 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 black twitter too no you can get you can get it too yeah stop That's acting right. like animals yeah it was very attack uh, agree that's crazy you out your mind but that's what's trending all right, coming up, we um, we got Jamal Kingsley. He's going to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives, apparently. So the train in New York, uh, we're going to get to that in about 15 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment update. So uh, if you are in Orlando, Florida, I will be there this uh, Friday and Saturday. I think it's two Friday and three Saturdays. So come check me out. Um, Jasmine, so ap- apparently, uh, from what news reports are, Fannie Willis is going to be meeting with... Um, with uh, the grand jury um, to ascertain, are there going to be um, charges? And oh, there are going to be charges. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does like, there will be charges? We don't know. If, we don't know for sure that Trump's going to be charged. Though. Well, we don't know for sure. I don't know. We don't know for I sure. feel like possibly. I mean, we could. 
Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Mean, I think likely. I think to the nth degree. Maybe if he wasn't going to charge her, uh, if she wasn't going to charge her, she will, she will be after he made that dumbass commercial. I don't know about any. <laughs> this is the thing I don't understand. It is is a bit of intimidation when you make a commercial. Here's the thing: you're running for president, not for Fulton County District Attorney. Right. What what purpose and what Trump is trying to do is to tank the jury pool. But this trial is going to be held in Atlanta. <laughs> this ain't this is Atlanta. This is not um, where you're getting tri- your trial in. In um, that definitely favors you, where uh, Doctor where Judge Cannon is. He is he is definitely trying to try this trial in the jury, and I hope that the judge, I hope that that all the judges let him know there's a difference between running for president and political speech. I understand that you have the right to say whatever about your political opponent. How, how on earth does something pertaining to your case and the, and that a personal attack on a district attorney in a state case have anything to do with you running for president? Yeah. I don't know. You're trying I, I, to intimidate that woman. Yeah. And then I was reading this article in the Washington Post that talked about how she, her going after Trump and all of these other people might really undo all of the good that she's done, saying that, you know, she might want to consider, I guess, a simple rule of thumb for prosecutors, which is less is more. Because, you know, she's not only going after Trump, but she's going after a dozen other people, including aides and lawyers and I guess some phony electors and things like that. And they're saying, you know what? You should probably not do so much. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Isn't that her job? Right. They, they, of course, that's what it was, Georgia. Let me tell you yeah, something. Laws are for poor people. Loopholes are for rich people. I'm going to give me some That's loopholes. the thing. Yeah. You, well, you better You get probably you. got some loopholes. Let me borrow <laughs> no, some. No, not at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me borrow not some of the loopholes you probably got. Not like got. that. <laughs> not like that. All right, come here. We got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together. We have the military man, Jamal Kingsley. He is here to expose racism hidden in our everyday lives. And, of course, we have a little note from the GED section. Plus, the one and only Sybil Wilkes will give us what we need to know on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for what you need to know with the one and only Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with what you need to know. A reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution believes an indictment against former President Donald Trump could come soon. Tamar Hallerman said two witnesses confirmed to the newspaper they've been subpoenaed to testify before a grand jury Tuesday. Donald Trump is expected to be indicted on racketeering charges in connection with allegedly trying to overturn the 2020 presidential election results in Georgia. Officials in Maui County say the death toll from the Lahaina wildfire is now up to 96. Search crews were reportedly using dogs to look for remains in the wreckage and only 3% of the destroyed area has been covered so far. The Lahaina fire is being called the deadliest U.S. wildfire in over 100 years. A ban on assault-style weapons is being upheld by the Illinois Supreme Court. A law banning assault-style rifles and high-capacity magazines was passed by state lawmakers in January and signed into law by Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. Thank you, Sybil. What have you learned is coming up next on the D.L. Hughley Show. That'll do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. So mm. we shall see what we shall see. This week is supposed to be by some experts. I mean, Fanny Willis is being coy. Um, but uh, <laughs> but every time there's a picture of her or an image of her, that look ain't coy. That look is... Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> I it it does look like I'm like Jack Smith. Every time you see Jack Smith... Uh, he has a Subway sandwich and a, a backpack. <laughs> Every friend. time you see her, she got one of them, I done told you looks. She does. <laughs> she sure does. So I don't oh, you going to F around and find out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, remember that if you are in Orlando this Friday and Saturday, I will be there two Friday, three Saturdays. So come check me out. Jasmine Sanders, what 
did you learn today? Well, um, these rumors that are swirling about Don Lemon, whether or not he will join The View. <laughs> now, I know when Barbara Walters first came up with the idea to do this, it was really supposed to be. See, that's how most people are feeling about it, Skip. Um, you know, it's really all women and their point of view. Was that your imitation of Don Lemon? Was that your imitation of Don Lemon? <laughs> yeah, you know. But there are yeah. some whispers. That's my you know, dude now. Come on. There are whispers about the possible cancellation of The View, you know, saying that, you know, a lot of them are, fed, you know, a lot of people are fed up with the controversies and the disagreements between the hosts and the, the musical chairs. And they're saying they might need a little shakeup and Don Lemon might be the one to do it. Don't know. We'll yeah. see. You know he will. You know he will. Good for shaking. Um, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, that's okay. That's a lot more than I needed. Uh, skip my man <laughs> Cheatham. What did you learn today, baby? Boy? I learned today. I'll see you in a couple of days. I'm coming out to L.A. Mess with you. I'll see you Wednesday, man. Come on out there. Oh man! Well, before you, before birthday, you right? shoot, uh, before you shoot. Hey, well, you know we're gonna extend the birthday. We'll right. extend it all Good. through there. So, yeah. well, we'll, okay. Well, come yeah, out there. Only brides get to do stuff like that, but I, I will definitely have a drink well, too with you. I know that. Yeah. You know. Um, coming up in the next D.O. Hughley show, sometimes people get really upset with the things I say, so we're gonna give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called. <clears throat> F you, D.L. Hughley. Plus, we will honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Toe, toe. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.